the Ponch Stevenson Show. PonchStevenson.com Episode 176 Monday, August 15th, 2011 This is the Ponch Stevenson Show. PonchStevenson.com Episode 176 Yeah. I am Rob, you are Greg. Yes. No, no, wait a minute. No, you're Shia LaBeouf. That, well, <laughs> no. I can't scream right now. <laughs> but I can talk like this. Oh, no. I am a... I am an, an evil mercenary for the CIA. <laughs> yeah, really. This is basically like Arnold Schwarzenegger and, and Predators. I am going to behead Sentinel Prime and Megatron once again for the 50th time. <laughs> Autobots, transform and roll out. It's like the Energizer Bunny keeps killing him. Starscream, you fool! Yes! I have come back to life! <laughs> again! That's right, mighty Megatron. <laughs> the space bridge is open. Uh, anyway, um... We should make a Transformers movie. Uh, no thank you. It'd probably come out better. Oh, of course. Actually, no. I, correction. It would definitely come out better. Well, I wouldn't mind making, like, a a, a, a dub reel of, of Michael Bay's movies. <laughs> yeah, we should. Well... F fixing them. I don't know if they're fixable, though. That That's the Why thing. Why not? Because, well, they'd look, they'd still look idiotic. And you'd have to, like... Well, first of all, they wouldn't be... Like, the last one was two and a half hours. We would cut it down to probably, like, 45 minutes. Because we take out all the nonsense with Shia LaBeouf and <laughs> all the other humans that are useless. Yeah, he's like, like, you know, an hour and a half reading through the newspaper want ads. <laughs> no, actually... The classifieds. What we, yeah, what we would do is, like, every, every time we could, we would, like, pipe in old footage from the first movie and from other movies of John Voight just screaming... Yeah. Robots! There's robots! Out of the way, Hot Rod! Like, every time there would be, like, one of these slow motion things where, like, the Transformers destroy something in Bay's movie, you just have this, like, stock footage of, uh, of John Voight screaming, Robots destroy the city! Robots destroy the city! Yeah. <laughs> I told you about these robots! <laughs> I warned you! Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. He... He he who is without mercy now uh, begs for it. I geez. thought you were made of sterner stuff. Well, that's from the the cartoon movie. I know. Um, I thought you were made of sterner stuff. Yeah. Out of the way, Hot Rod. Yeah. Now all we need's a little energon and a lot of luck. By the way, when that stupid old like. Scottish Transformer started talking. Ooh. Ooh. Did you think that he said his name was Cup? I didn't know what his name was. I don't know. I still don't know. It wasn't Cup. I thought, like, because at first I couldn't tell what he was saying. It was like, blah, blah, blah. I thought it was, I thought, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. It's Cup. Lionel Standard's long dead, but it's Cup. Yeah. That reminds me of the time we were battling the proto-rabbits on planet Gorgonzola. <laughs> anyway. I'm telling you, Transformers 4, they have to get Wheeljack in there. 
And hey, Prime, I invented some Dinobots. That's right. (laughs) It's the Dinobots. What? You invented dinosaur robots? Didn't tell nobody about it? Uh, Well, that's going to be probably... I don't know how much longer we'll, we'll actually do this podcast. But that will probably be, be probably be a recurring theme. Is is in a couple of years? What will the next Transformers movie be? Will it? Because supposedly they're probably going to reboot it in a sense. Like they have to. Yeah, they have. They to. killed them. They, they killed all the fucking everybody's dead. Except for me. Except Optimus for him. Prime. Yeah, he's the murderer. He killed everybody. <sighs> the uh, uh, stupid Michael Myers. That's what he should be called, and not Optimus Prime. Michael Myers. Well, it's like when, uh, didn't he become, like, ah, never mind. <laughs> I thought he became okay. someone at, like, like in Beast Wars, he was a gorilla. He was Optimus Primal. Primal, yeah, that's what it was. Beast Wars was really boring. <laughs> it was a stupid show to make, anyway. Megatron, I am now a gorilla. <laughs> God. Um... What was I going to say? Yeah, so anyway, um, alright, so let's move on. Let's move on. So, in the news right now, the big thing is, uh, this, um, this phone hacking scandal involving, uh, Rupert Murdoch. Yeah. And his, uh, News Corp over in England. That's right. A bad thing. I was, I was hacking the phone lines, <laughs> and, uh, it was, and He I wasn't was, doing it himself. I was, I, was, I was hacking into the phone lines. Of Michael Caine. Well, he's actually Australian. I, 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 I hacked into Michael Caine's phone line. This is your Australian accent in comparison to the British accent? Oh, this is by Michael Caine. Oh, okay, all right, all right. Michael Caine, okay. <laughs> and then I, and then I, I got, <laughs> I got Paul McCartney on the line, love. <sighs> you know, I, 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 I figured out the password to the voicemail, you know. Well, that's the thing is how, like, some of these British people, some of these British famous people, you hack in and you've listened to their voicemail, you can't understand what they're saying. Like, you hack in the Keith Richards voicemail. What are you going to hear? <laughs> Keith Richards. Either that or you get the really scouse British people. It's like, oi, I have a pint on the bar, the bonnet, oi. It's like, wait, what? Can you repeat that a little bit slower? <laughs> Could you speak English, perhaps? <laughs> oh, boy. So, anyway, the funny thing is that, you know, this was going on. There was all these journalists and policemen and politicians involved in this this whole scheme. And apparently, how this thing all came to light. Now, some of these people have been arrested before for, for hacking into the royal family's uh, stuff. But how this recent one came to light was... There was a, a British actor who, you know, was like, he all of a sudden was like, wait a minute. How are all of these stories being, you know, coming out about me the next day when I've told no one? <laughs> you know, like this, he's like, he's like, I've told no one. How is this happening? Right. So he was very skeptical. So he actually wore a wire or something like that for either a newspaper or some cops. I, I don't know who he did it. And that was like the first, he was the first guy to break the case. And you'll never guess who it was. 
a Brit- British actor. Uh, Ricky Gervais. No. It's it's somebody we've made fun of on this show. Ringo Starr? He's not an actor. Oh, God. Oh, good God. He Unfortunately, he was an actor. <laughs> oh, man. I'm wearing a wire, you know, <laughs> and uh, I think people are hacking into me voicemail. Uh, I'm just here for um, uh, having a... You know, need a little help for my friends. Oh. <laughs> Please. I was down in the octopus's garden. <laughs> oh, God. And me voicemails were disappearing. Now, I, I don't know. Who was it? Wait, Michael Caine? No. No, younger. Think younger. Comedic actor. Steve Coogan? No. We've we never talked about him. <laughs> a fa- think It's a famous British actor who the tabloids would... Report on. Why am I drawing a blank? Oh, All right, on. wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Give me a hint. What's the first initial? Oh, I can't. That's not. You'll know it. I can't get first that. initial, first name. H. Harvey Firestein. He's not British. <laughs> New York. <laughs> Why would you hack into his phone? Harvey Keitel. He's also from New York. <laughs> hey, is, is it Harvey? No, it's not Harvey. Uh, Harry? It's not Harry. Her- Herbert? No. Come on, a British comedic <laughs> actor. What's the second letter? No, oh, Howie Mandel. He's, he's not British. I think he's Canadian. What's the second letter? No, I'm not giving you the second Come letter. Come on, please. Come on, a British comedic actor. There's not many of them. Oh, Rowan Atkinson. No, God, that starts with an R. <laughs> Who would Come care on. about his cell phone? Come on, give me the second letter. No, I Come refuse. On, you have to. You'll get it then. I'm not. What if I give you the first initial of the last all right, name? Alright, alright, alright. G. H.G. Wells? He's been dead for 90 years. H.G.? Are you That's sure? That's not his first name, you idiot. The first initial of the first name, first initial of the last name. No, H.G. I, I know, but are you sure I know who this is? You have to! You do an impression of him! I do? Yes! I have no idea! A comedic actor! What's What's the second letter of the last name? No! I'm not giving any more letters! Alright, give me another hint then. What movie was he in? Oh, God. Uh, How do I know this guy? From movies! All right, what movie was he in that you would have known? Uh, nine and a half months? With uh, uh, Marlon Brando? What? What? What would Marlon Brando have anything to do with that? Uh, 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 whoopsie Daisy. Uh, yes! Uh, uh, him! Uh, 
Hugh Grant. Yes! Finally, I figured it out. Hugh John Mungo Grant. Mungo? Oh, that's his name. Uh, yeah, the, the Hugh Mungo Grant. <laughs> now, how could you have figured out anything that, that was said on the wire that he was wearing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, the other thing was supposedly... I don't know all the details or specifics, but supposedly a girl or a woman or, or someone had gone missing. Yeah, it was like a 13-year-old girl who was killed. Yeah. But the family... Uh, what, did the family know she was definitely killed? No, no, she had She was missing. She was missing. And over the first, like, the first few weeks afterwards... They would, them and the cops would, would check her voicemail, and they would leave her voicemails. And, you know, the voicemail box eventually fills up. Right. So they were like, wait a minute, why isn't it filling up? Why are, are messages are being deleted? So they saw that either she was using the phone or somebody else was using the phone that may have, you know, kidnapped her or something. So they thought she was, like, yes. still alive somewhere. No, but she was dead. It gave and, them hope. Yes. And these, but these, uh... This, this newspaper, this tabloid, had paid a private investigator to listen to the voicemails and then delete them. And the well, thing gets, is, well, look, I it can... It gets worse. Well, wait a minute, though. But I can call, like, even if, if I forget my mobile phone at home, I can use my work phone, I could use your phone, dial my number, and dial into my voicemail. If you know the password... Right, if I know the password. But, but so the thing is, a lot of these people's passwords are very, very simple passwords. Like, like either people just leave the default, like 1111 yeah. or 0000 or whatever it is, or what? they, or they'll, they'll use something very simple, like 1234. What's the code for the atmospheric barrier or whatever the heck it was? 1122. One. Three, three, four, four, five, five. The code is one, two, three, four, five. What? One, two, three, four, five? That's the kind of combination an idiot puts on his luggage. <laughs> and then later in the movie, one, two, three, four, five. I got the same combination on my luggage. Spaceballs. So, so yes. e Either I can just, like, find out, you know, I, I can go online, I can do a search, I can find out your phone number, mm. and then from my phone, dial into your phone number, yeah. access your voicemail, and just yeah. try out a, a few simple passwords. If that doesn't work, I can actually see what carrier you're using, mm. again, online, and then mm. call up the carrier and say, yeah, this is Greg, um... <laughs> I forgot the password to my voicemail. Yeah. And, you know, some of these customer service reps, they don't really put a lot of people through the ringer. It's like, yeah, you, you, you answer a few easy questions. Maybe you could find out on Facebook or through a Google search or whatever. And it's like, oh, yeah, my mom's maiden name is this. I was born this day. Oh, okay, here's your voicemail password. Oh, great, mm. thanks. And now I'm in your voicemail pretending to be you. Yeah, I mean, a lot of these people, a lot of people, you know, have the same password for their all their email and everything else. And 
And and doing it that way, do like if I call up, let's say Verizon or AT and T, and I pretend to be you, and I get your password that way. Well, I don't think that's how they actually do it, but. But if I do that, and 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 like I said, I find out a few facts from your Facebook page from a Google search. That's called social engineering. Okay. Because I'm not I'm not like brute force hacking in like one 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 no. One 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 two. No. One one like no. I'm not just doing like a brute force, like trying every combination of numbers. I'm using social engineering to get into your voicemail. Yeah, so um well actually it wasn't just that. What that was only in that one case. They were listening to voicemails when they could, but actually what they were more frequently doing was they were paying like private investigators and such to somehow get phone records, which is also illegal. You can't get phone records without a warrant. Because, and they were doing this, and, and, and this was in the United States, it was in England, they were paying policemen there to get them. Wow. And they would get the phone records to say, oh, okay, here's Hugh Grant, here's his phone bill from the last year, here's all the phone numbers, now we can find out who he's been calling. Well, I believe... At- I don't know how it is in England, but in America, a police officer or, or police department can call up a, 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 a telephone company like AT&T, Sprint, Verizon, and they actually don't need a warrant. They can just get, you know, like they'll they'll pay like a, a little $5 or $10 fee or, you know, whatever, and the phone company gives the the records. Yeah, but you have to have probable cause, and it, you can only you can only do that in an emergency situation. I don't think so. I think they yeah, changed I'm, it. No, I'm pretty. Oh, yeah, maybe with the freaking Patriot Act. Yeah, yeah. But they don't even need that. They just have the NSA, but you know, listening to their phone calls. They're no. probably listening to us now. <laughs> I hope they are. There'll be more uh, listeners. That's true. PawnStevenson.com. No. Um, yeah, so, yeah, there was, it got even worse than that. There was victims of the London train bombing, um, the families, they were hacking into them. They're, the you know, now they're investigating if they hacked into the families of the 9-11 victims, uh, in the United States. It's just, it's very bad. But look, this is, this is all, you know, this is all, and I gotta give the British credit, though. They took this, the, the woman who was the edit, you know, editor of the, the paper, arrested her. The guy who had been the editor for several years and was the communications secretary or something for the prime minister, arrested. Now, this is one good thing. This is what the Europeans, this is what the British will do. They will arrest people, including rich and famous people, for breaking the law. Here, does not happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, here, people murder people and get away with it. Yes. OJ. Thanks, I'm Norm MacDonald, and now the fake news. Well, it is finally official. Murder is legal in the state of California. Uh, uh, this just in. Murder is legal in California. (laughs) That was the best ever. When he said that, (laughs) I was laughing so hard that my mother started screaming at me from the first floor, you know, what What the hell are you screaming about? I, I couldn't stop. 
I, I was just screaming. It was so hilarious. I don't have we mentioned this on the show where we were in high school. We were seniors in high school when that when the case was coming down. Yeah, we, yeah, we mentioned it. We did where where you started screaming in the hallway, guilty. <laughs> yeah. The teacher got all mad. Yeah, we mentioned it. All right. Anyway, so um, Hugh Grant. He's a rat. You know, speaking of uh, phone hacking, I don't know if you've listened to this. I, I saw that apparently, you know, obviously before he died, that, um, I'm trying to think who it was. This, like, there's this guy who's, like, really, you know, prolific with his prank calls. The Jerky Boys. No, not them. This is in the twenty twenty first century. Captain Jenks. Uh, who who's that? <laughs> I don't know. Never mind. Captain Jenks. Crank Yankers. No, not them. But apparently, this guy stole our idea, and he actually prank called Michael Jackson and pretended that he was the the rapper Akon. And then Michael, after a while, I don't Michael, know who that is. Well, he's some rapper, but or R and B guy. But anyway, Acorn, Acon, oh. who's a black guy, and this guy was pranking Michael Jackson, and didn't even attempt a um, like to sound like a black guy. He sounded like some white guy. So like after like the first like couple of seconds, Michael Jackson's like, hey, 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 Acon, how's it going? And then, hey, how's it going? Yeah. So then, after a few seconds, he's like, you know, I'm trying to figure out why you sound differently. Why do you sound different? He's like, no. So, he didn't, like, do one of those, like, you know, oh, yeah, I got a cold or something. He's like, no, no, I sound fine. What are you talking about? Like, sounding nothing like him. (laughs) I'm I'm trying to find it here. That's ignorant. Yes. I love children. Yes. Children are beautiful. Maybe this is it. This is eight minutes, though. How did he get Michael Jackson's phone number? Uh, I don't know. He must have uh, hacked it. (laughs) Come on, where is this thing? I've only had two nose jobs. Um, My hair was on fire. Eddie Van Halen came into the studio drunk. (laughs) Where's Macaulay Culkin? Yeah, the guy's name is Ralphie. Ralphage. I don't know. All right. I don't know if he's a radio guy or what. Hello, it's the Zoo Crew. Ralphage is R A L P H I G E dot com. All right. And this this actually happened in 2007, so this was after us. So he he still uh, um, ripped us off. Yeah, he should give credit where credit is. Wait a minute, how did? Oh, I guess he could have. I don't think this is it either. Just forget it. Oh, uh, what was the guy's name that Howard Stern was always in a feud with? I don't know. Like the other radio guy. A Dynamis? No, no, he had, uh, uh, he had a uh, stupid uh, name. Uh, I'm a Simus in the morning. Yeah, what? Um, I'm drawing a blank. He had a, a stupid nickname. I don't know, Bubba the Love Sponge. What? It's no, it was guy. like 
Opie and Anthony. No, no. He had like an animal name or something. Oh, man cow? Man, oh, man cow. It's like, well, the zoo crew, oh. man cow in the oh. morning. Oh. Oh, he's terrible, man cow. John Imus in the morning. Well, uh, uh, Autobody Express. Uh, uh, buy my salsa. Charles, yeah, buy, uh, buy uh, my salsa. Buy my How strange was that? He would he would sell Mexican food out of a, an auto body shop in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Well, and how strange is it since he hates Mexicans? Does he? I don't know. Well, he hates all minorities. I don't know about that. Well, John McCain ha- hates Mexicans, and I must like John McCain. Well, there you go. All right, this is this is the actual thing here. This is not even a video uh, here. This is this is an actual. Uh, I'm a... Yeah, it's it's. Hey, I'm a, it's me, John McCain. Let me uh, tell you, I'm a the, the illegal the illegal alien started the forest fires. Okay, Ralph. I saw them do it. I saw them do it with. With my own eyeballs from my Washington mansion, I saw them. Celebrity, celebrity crank calls. So <laughs> what the heck are you doing? The, 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 click on the, the the link. I did. Yeah, all right. You're in the link? Yeah. And you scroll down there. You see the little uh, play button there? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. It's only like a minute. I'm listening. All right. How you doing? I'm doing great, and yourself? I'm doing so. Akon. Yes. Let me ask you this. Hello. Yes. Go ahead. Where Where did you see me last? Uh, at the Bellagio. That's right. Now let me ask you this. Why are you? I'm trying to figure out why you don't sound just like yourself today. I'm trying to figure. Is it the phone? It It might be the the the, the phone. Um. Actually, in the air right now, using one you're of those the, oh, airplanes. You're in the air. Yes. The air. Oh, okay. Because I was, I was saying, somebody uh, pretending to be you. Okay, you say, it, it changes the the, uh, the tonality of your voice. I see. I see. Yeah. So. Uh, I want to make history on this one, Akon. Well, well, let's do it, Michael. I mean, I I don't see really what can stop us. Nothing can stop us. Uh, hopefully. And we want the world, and that's what we're gonna do. We just have to, I want you to pull from your gut and your soul and see it done already, like in your imagination, just see it accomplished as, you know, setting world records. We could do this. If you know? Oprah can do it, we can do it. If who can do it? If Oprah did it, we can do it. <laughs> okay. Who's Oprah? I don't know her. So, yeah, so anyway, they, uh, the estate of Michael Jackson sued them. To take down this uh, this call, even though it's been there for four years, that's ignorant. Claiming that it's not really Michael. That's that's Michael Jackson. This is Michael Jackson. Oh, it is. I don't know. We're, we're going to get sued now by his estate. We thought we were out of the fifty billion dollar lawsuit. Oh no! For prank calling and electrocuting Michael Jackson with the Antonio Meucci machine. Oh no! That's that lawsuit when he died, is still on. Ah. Uh, we're gonna make gold with this. We're gonna make history. We're gonna have to be. We're gonna be paying off the the blanket. You gotta you gotta reach deep down and at the bottom of your stomach and and pull out the what, best what, song that you've ever heard in your. What was life. he talking about there about world records? Is is Mike, was Michael Jackson thinking about becoming some kind of uh, uh, 
yeah. athlete or doing something for the Guinness Book of World Records or I was I was training to become a competitive eater. <laughs> I was going to eat my own nose. Oh, come on now. <laughs> oh boy. Oh by the way, uh, stupid celebrities. K-Fed no. has another girl pregnant. It's his fifth kid. What? Kevin Federline. Five five spawns of Kevin Federline have infected the planet. What does he even do? The planet. Nothing. Does he have he a job? Never did anything. No, he never did it. Why would he have a job? He gets like a palimony from Britney Spears. <laughs> Still? Yeah. Oh god. Divorce. What does she do now? I don't know. She does uh, lip sync, uh, uh, you know, concerts. <laughs> Awful. Very good lip syncer. Awful. All right. So, um, next thing I was going to mention was I. This is your, one of your favorite subjects, of course. Is uh, infomercial uh, uh, people? Billy Mays here. Yes. Who get into trouble? Like Billy Mays. Yeah, well, he's dead. And, uh, what's... Miss Cleo? Uh, hey, call me now! <laughs> and, hey! Uh, yeah, Vincent Offer? Yeah, Vince Offer. There, and now... Latoya Jackson? Yes. Dionne Warwick? She never got into trouble. No? The Psychic Friends? No, I don't think so. No. Um, do you know the guy named Don LaPrey? You've probably seen him. L A P R E. I'm looking him up. He's he he's done. This guy's been around a long time. He's done like two different types of um, infomercials. One that he did for a long time in the '90s was this nonsense about how you you know you know you could do, all you had to do was put in like a hundred bucks. And you could start buying and selling houses and make hundreds of thousands of dollars. And you could you could make all this money. In fact, he had a show called The Making Money Show with Don LaPrey. Is Don that LaPrey. like the money store? Holy the cow. The money store. Holy cow. It's but, um, me. It's the scooter. No, but wait a minute. The scooter is not, was not Stan Lee. <laughs> Yeah, they may have both been from Brooklyn, but <laughs> come on, he kind of talked like that. Holy cow! Are you as confused as I am about these new tax laws? Ugh. Call the money store right now. One eight hundred loan yes. Phil Rizzuto here for the money store. Holy, Holy cow! Holy cow! Uh... Happy birthday to Dante Piccinini. <laughs> um. Yeah, and actually, uh, David Spade did a sketch as Don LaPrey. I remember that. Well, that's what it was. So, he's also, after he did the money stuff, which is nonsense, in the 2000s, he started doing all this vitamin nonsense. <laughs> you know, all this stuff, all these, these super vitamins, you just take these, all you have to do is take these vitamins, and you will be cured of all diseases from now till the end of time. You can do it! Yeah, uh, I don't know about that, but... Um, well, do you know who that was. Yeah. 
Who? Wasn't that the uh, the the guy from uh, the the Olympic uh, gymnastics? No, 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 no. Tony Little. Oh God, I hate him. Now he's on the Home Shopping Network or the QVC or yeah, whatever. But he, it is. He's doing. He's like Chuck Norris. So he's just doing the exercising stuff. I mean, he's not. No, 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 no. He's, no. Not, he's not even. He's not even selling exercise stuff. He's selling no. pillows. Oh, that's nice. He's selling pillows. Okay. You see this pillow here? This supports the back of your head, the side of your head, your neck. You'll get uh. the best night's sleep ever. You can do it. So anyway, Don LaPrey um, was uh, arrested or something or a few months ago. Uh, federal prosecutors um, have accused LaPrey of bilking over 220,000 victims of nearly $52 million. Well, he's been charged with 41 counts of conspiracy, mail fraud, wire fraud, Promotional money laundering and transactional money laundering. So, what were wait, the wait, 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 what were the first two things? Conspiracy. This is a conspiracy. Conspiracy. Mail fraud, why that? So, the federal judge issued a warrant for him. He never showed up. And he apparently went into some gym, some fitness club in Arizona, and was living... In one of the locker rooms for two days. Wow. Wait, but I thought this guy's a multi-millionaire. Well, the, yeah, but he's on the run. So why doesn't he just go to another country? I don't Well, yeah, he must not have gotten there. So then he tried to, I guess, kill himself with a knife. No. <laughs> and, and it didn't work, so... He'll be going to jail. What a moron. Don LaPrey. But here's my question is, if this guy was ripping... So many You've definitely seen this guy on television. No, I, I, I know. I'm just saying, if he was ripping off so many pe- hundreds of thousands of people for millions and millions of dollars, how was he still able to be on TV? Because he's buying the time. But he, what do you think the television networks care? Please. But if I okay, so if I buy time on let's say Channel Eleven. Mm. At, you know, at, at like one in the morning, a half hour infomercial. I can just say whatever I want? Just about. Yeah. Wow. As long as you don't violate, like... So we should do that. What? Why would we pay for time out of... You know how much money that costs? Well, public access. Oh, pfft. yeah, then no one will see it. <laughs> Please. What else was I going to say? Oh, uh, uh, Ted Danson. What about him? I thought this was a joke. Okay. Uh, what did he do now? But apparently, no, he didn't do anything bad. But apparently this is true. <laughs> apparently he's going to be the new star of CSI. What? <laughs> Uh, you know, you know the original CSI show. Uh, I forget the guy's name. Robert Caruso, or uh, not Robert. I was gonna no, say he's, Ro- no. He's in one of the other ones. I was gonna say Robinson Caruso, D- David Caruso. No, he's in one of the other ones. Um, the the initial guy was was it William Faulkner? That was no, he, that, William that's an Peterson. Author. Yeah, w- William Peterson. Did he write Robinson Caruso? No. <laughs> 
Isn't that? Oh, Robert Louis Stevenson. Yes, yes. So, um, William Peterson was on the show for many years, and he left, and he was replaced by Lawrence Fishburne. Was he related to Chris Peterson? No. Um, he was he was replaced by Cowboy Curtis, and Lawrence Fishburne decides to leave the show. So they're going to replace him with Ted Danson. Ted Danson. Now Ted Danson already has this HBO show. Oh yeah, the the board the board to death, which is not they don't do that many episodes. But I'm like, wait a minute. The last person I would think of for like a serious, you know, like crime solving, like tough crime solver is Ted Danson. Well, think about it. He I mean, was... His whole career, he's like this bumbling doof. No, he was in Once Upon a Spy. Oh, God. And come on, Richard Belzer, he's a comedian. He did, you know, what, the L.A. Law or whatever that show is. Uh, yeah, he, he did Homicide, Life on the Street, yeah. Yeah, but he, yeah, but he was always like a goof in that show. You know, his, his name oh, was really? Months. Oh, all right. You know, the, the, he was, he was more like one of the underlings. He wasn't like the head investigator. You know what show started all of this? Strange. I don't know. All of this, like... Sleuth? Crime, yeah, sleuth. Dragnet, I don't know. Barney Miller. No, the Barney Miller was after a lot of other shows. I know. I'm just first of all, Barney <laughs> Miller had nothing to do with. It. They didn't investigate anything. <laughs> they just true. had like crackpots would come into the police station, and then they would all like like d just argue about stupid stuff, and nothing ever happened. Yeah, wait, wait a minute. Abe Vigoda. In that whole entire show, Barney Miller. Did any scene ever take place outside of that one room? I don't think so. Of the police state, like, did they ever go outside? I don't. I don't recall that. Well, it was like Sanford and Son. <laughs> That's true. the whole show took place in the house or in the front of the house. I guess that's how it was back then. You know, all in the family. It was the same thing. That's true. The honeymooners. Well, most, most sitcoms are like that. Well, honeymooners, honeymooners with one camera. Yeah, it's true. The original. Or what else? Like one or two? No, I think it was one. The original was one camera. Wow. Uh, they may have switched. But I don't remember. Anyway, um, Ted Danson. Ted Danson, very strange. And speaking of sitcoms, well, wait a minute though. Will he be going undercover in the show? I don't know. Why would he? To to he's, to crack some cases. He's, he's a crime scene investigator. Just play along. Okay, let's say that he did. So so will he be going undercover during this show? Yes. So that means he will be in blackface. Oh no. to, to try to infiltrate the gangs. Well maybe well see, maybe they're not they're they're using the keeping the same character Lawrence Fishburne, and they're just bringing Ted Danson in with blackface. <laughs> the same character. Seriously, come on! How can he be the lead detective? I don't know what's going on in this case, Woody. Oh, by the you know, way, 
I I know it was it was it was the you know I I know it, it was the father who no it was the husband who killed the wife. Nobody believed me. You better hold your breath. Hold your breath. Yeah. So you know what's back, uh-huh. and I haven't seen it yet. Because I don't pay for this channel. Oh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Ah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I didn't even realize it was back. and I So it was it actually started last week. And so I had to watch... I just watched the first episode on demand, then I watched the second one live. Was it good? Um, um, it's in New York City, right? No. But what? What? No, I, that maybe that's the they haven't gotten there yet. Oh man, these are still in Los Angeles. These episodes. Come on. Um, was Jeff on it? Well, of course. What? It's ba- it's mostly well, it's it's Jet, it's him, it's it's me, Funko, Marty Funkhauser here. He's why in like every why scene I, now. Why does my voice sound like this? He's in every scene now. Oh really? Oh God! Uh, the black guy is still in it, Leon. What about the cousin who talked like this? No, no, hey, I, haven't Larry. Seen him. I haven't seen him yet. And Richard Lewis. <laughs> Richard Lewis. Um. So what's his... so is is uh, Larry back with Cheryl or what? No. What's going on with that? No. Um. He's getting he got getting a divorce, so he's going through the divorce proceedings, and uh just. Wait, I don't know. wait, they are getting a divorce? Yeah. But the previous season, they left it off like they were getting back I, together. I know, and in the, in the first episode resolves that. Oh, jeez. Kind of picks off, picks up where the uh, last one ended off. Alright. Uh, but let me just say that... I'll just go online and find it somewhere. Uh, yeah, I mean, let me just say that he... I, I think... I want it. I want the show to go to get to New York because I want to see. I just, just, just recycling. I think the these first two episodes that I've seen so far, just too many recycled bits from them, recycled jokes, and it's like, at some point, it's I, I, you know, I, I don't want to see Larry just flip out and be ridiculously obnoxious over everything. It's not believable. <laughs> now, when they put him in New York and he does it, yeah, then I think it is believable, but not in Los Angeles. Right. Uh, uh, you know. Excuse me. Um, how many shrimp do you usually put in the container? Mm. Uh, we we put uh, ten pieces. Ten, ten pieces of shrimp. They put ten pieces of shrimp? So how come mine only has seven? <laughs> Do you remember that? No. That was that was like first season, I think. Oh, I, I don't remember all the little bits. Yeah, so, I don't know, hopefully it improves. But I, what I was going to say about sitcoms was, um, you know, the Golden Girls, right? Yes. Yeah. So, you know, it's funny. Three of them are dead. Yeah. So, I, I you know, I always used to watch that show as a kid. But it's funny, you know, it's one of the few shows that if I, I think it's on like a Lifetime or something now, or if I come across it on cable 
and I start watching it. It's I'm just amazed at how many times I will literally just laugh out loud at this show. It's very funny. You know, whereas, like, for example, when I was a kid, like, my whole the whole family, my parents, well, not my mother, she really wasn't into those, like, the sitcoms, but, like, me, my sister, my father, and then, like, my cousins or aunts, uncles, grandparents were over. Everybody would watch, like, for example, we would watch Alf. Hey, Willie. Which, which was on during the week, a week, and we would just laugh ridiculously. Now, look, I, I still like Alf, but if I were to watch an episode now, I would not be laughing ridiculously anymore. Right. For yeah, reason. yeah, I know, I know. I know. And then it was like, you know, and then it was like Perfect Strangers and, and Family Matters. We would just be laughing constantly every week. And I would watch it now, you know, it's still entertaining, but I won't laugh like that anymore. Well, I haven't seen Perfect Strangers in, a, in years, yeah. so I can't comment about that. But Family Matters, I still find hilarious. What? Really? The chemistry between Steve and Carl is perfect. Yeah, I know, but the it's... reactions, the facial—it's it's like it's hilarious. You know what? But you almost—you know what they're going to do, though. It doesn't matter. I still find it hilarious. All right. I mean, I used to find like uh, Home Improvement really funny. Yeah. I don't think I wouldn't anymore. <laughs> but Golden Girls. I find I'll give you an example. The other day, I was just flipping around and I came upon one of the episodes. Rose Betty White had some aunt had died, so her Dorothy and Blanche got on the plane and had to fly to wherever this person had lived. So they all get on the plane, and of course, it's you know one of those bits. The plane doesn't take off yet. You know, there's some delay. So, Blanche turns around and goes, Oh my God, Dorothy! Every single man on this plane is bald! Yeah. And it was just, it was just so hilarious, and I was cracking up because, you know, they had scripted it, so yes, every single person, uh, every man on the plane was bald. But it was just like a, a really quick quip like that, and I just was cracking up. Then there was another one a couple days later I was watching it. And here's the thing. I wasn't, like, watching from the beginning. I flipped on the channel, and within 30 seconds, they did the joke. And so I flip on there, and, again, it's Blanche and Dorothy, and they're on some, like, talk show. You know, some kind of, like, Jerry, not Jerry Springer, but, you know, back then it was more like a, you know, like a Richard Bay or, or talk show or something like that. Dr. Phil. Uh-huh. So it was some kind of talk show. And so they're sitting on the show, and you know, they're really excited to be on, on TV. So and they're talking about it. So basically the premise was, you know, it was uh, you know, older women or something like that who are uh, live together, who are roommates or something like that. That's what they thought. So the host comes on, and, you know, the, you know this is what they've been told the whole time. So the host comes on, and he goes, Hey, everybody, uh, today's episode we've got women, older women, uh, you know, uh, uh, who are middle-aged women who live together. And they're like, hey, you know, and they're all excited to be on the show. And he's like, he goes around, he goes, okay, ladies, uh, at what point, at what time did you th realize that you were all lesbians? <laughs> <laughs> and their face, this is the other reason is, 
and and why these these women these you know these women women back then these were such good actresses, and the men in, in those sitcoms were so good was their expression. Yeah. Immediately after was that you know that the expression that Jackie Gleason invented. You know he invented it. The you know the kind of like look like oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but it, it was just hilarious. It's a very good show. I mean, look, I I still watch Married with Children. And I, I laugh at that. Hey, pig. Hey, pig. Mm-hmm. I, I, I might as well be a lesbian pig. Mm-hmm. No, ma'am. Where's my no, ma'am shirt? Mm-hmm. I gotta work on, I gotta fix the Dodge. It's a classic. It's got 720,000 miles peg. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so the Golden Girls. Yeah, it's a good show. Highly was... recommended. Yeah. This is also real quick celebrity world. Um, I don't know if you if if you heard about this, but there was this marine serving in Afghanistan. I guess he's due to come back soon. So on a bet, he made a video, and he asked out an actress, Mila Kunis, from you know like that '70s show or whatever. Yeah, he yeah, well, asked and, her and Family Guy. Yes. He asked her to go to the Marine Corps ball with him. You know, as uh, like a dare. But where, though? I don't know. I think In Afghanistan? No, no, no. It's in the United States. I don't know if it's in Washington or South Carolina or something. It's a big thing. So at first, he's like, you know, he's like, hey, I've been serving in Afghanistan, you know, single, you know, do you want to go, whatever. Big fan. So at first she's like, ah, and I don't know. So then she's promoting this move, some lousy movie she's in with Justin Timberlake. So they're on some talk show and stupid Timberlake keeps like needling her and telling her, oh, you got to go. This is a Marine, you know, putting his life on the line. You have to go. She's like, all right, fine. So it turns out that he he's not even like a really a fan of her. He was doing it as a dare. Nah. But here's the thing. So wait a minute. So then a female Marine made a video asking Justin Timberlake to go. And he said no. I don't know what he said. <laughs> and then I forget somebody else got asked and it was really stupid. It was, you know, somebody dumb like, I don't know. Like, somebody asking. Oh, Betty White. Speaking of the Golden Girls. Oh, really? <laughs> that would so, be funny. Yeah. But here's the thing. When I see these videos, right, and this happens all the time where these, you know, kids... In high school, ask some actress or, or some porn star to go to their prom. The celebrities, they, what they must do, they must say no. Okay, why? You have to say, because if you say yes once, then they will, then you forget it'll be a barrage. <laughs> you'll, you'll never be able to get out of it. Well, come on. What if someone asks us? We're not celebrities. Wait, you're going to go to a high school prom? We're internet celebrities. I know. You're going to go to a high school prom? Isn't that, like, illegal? I mean, I mean, like, like an army person. <laughs> Why would they care? If a woman in the army wrote to us, losers at pawnstheums.com, and said, will you guys come with me to my, uh, you know, homecoming yeah. dance or whatever it is, would you go? I do. Yeah, why not? It's free food, right? 
Well, yeah, but how would I get there? I mean, I wouldn't have to like. I'm the, the, the pay to go on an airplane. No, the 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 army helicopter will come and pick no, you they up. don't. No, they they don't do that. No, that that they don't do that. Um, it's not like it's the mayor or something to come pick you up. Well, then forget it. Well, look, well, it was local, but I'm saying if it's a celebrity, yeah, I'd do it. Celebrity, but you know what I mean? It's like, you know me. I'm I love a big fan of the dish. Eliza like, Dushku. Yes, but it's like if I, I I would never ask her to 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 do that. Like if I was like younger or so, I would never do that. That's it's weird. Well, you and I should put up a video asking a celebrity to do yes. to, to do something with us. Well, we've asked them on this show. That's true. They don't. And they respond. don't want to do it. Now, we've also had inquiries to interview people who maybe aren't celebrities, and we never get back to them. <laughs> and including some celebrities. I'm still working on Who was that, the person that was the Pippi Longstockings? Tammy Erin. I'm putting it out there. Tammy Erin emailed us in December. Come on. That she wanted to come on the show, and Rob never wrote her back. <laughs> I did. I wrote her back like ten times. Yeah, and then I was like, okay, set up the damn interview, and you never did. Because, look, Tammy Aaron, the actress who played Pippi Longstocking in The New Adventures of Pippi Longstocking, I guess it was called, um, she wanted to come on the show and talk about stuff, which is awesome. Mm. But then she's like, well, but you know, you, you got to give me the questions ahead of time so my manager can read through them and we could prepare some answers. And I'm like, no, no, no. Oh, hold on a minute. No, this, wait a This minute. isn't the Tonight Show. No. This is the Paunch Stevenson Show. Even though that's what she asked for, you then said, what should I ask? What should I tell her? And then nobody and I, told me anything. No, hold That's not true. You said, I'm going to ask Esteban. You never did. No, I did, but he said, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't even well, know who How would he know? He never even saw the movie. So then, I replied to you with a list of questions. You did? Yes! What do you mean, yeah, you did? I did. <laughs> I didn't know. How was I no, supposed to know? It's because you don't read all of my emails. You don't read all of my emails. You don't get all of my texts. <laughs> I do so. Well, clearly you didn't, because I gave you the questions. I'll find it in my sent box <laughs> and send it again to you. And if you don't send it, no, no, at this point, you're going to be like, what, what the hell's wrong with you idiots? It was seven months ago. <laughs> I'll just say, like, my house burned down or something. <laughs> That's, that was, that was the thing. Now, we've got other weird, somebody suggested us, suggested that we interview some guy who's, who does some kind of marionette comedy or prop comedy or something. <laughs> That's so stupid. Come on. What are we going to talk about the guy with? Here's the thing. I'll get an email in my inbox. and From then... me, which you won't answer. <laughs> no, because here's the thing. And then I get so many emails a day that it's like, 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 like I'll, I'll read an email, let's say from the Pee Wee Herman guy. Yeah. It's like, oh, all wait, right. Wait, cool. hold on. Why do you get so many emails? I don't know, but just listen. So I'll read the email. Wait, wait, from the is this the paunch email or your personal email? I just have everything funneling into one email. Oh, my God. So send the emails to me. Hold on. 
So I'll read the doing. email from the Pee Wee Herman guy or Tammy Aaron or you yeah. or whoever. And I'll be like, oh, all right. I'm busy at work. When I get home, I'll respond. But then when I get home, I log back into my email and, and I've gotten so many new emails that it gets pushed over to the next screen and then I forget about it. Wait, so you, you don't clean out your inbox or anything? <laughs> I do, but I get, I, I, I get so many emails. Um, that's insane. How many email accounts do you have going to the one? Like six? Ah! And like, of course, I get a message every time someone subscribes on YouTube. That's an email. Every well, time... you shouldn't, you should, uh, block that then. No, What's but I, with you? but I like it. <laughs> well, the punch email should be going to its own email. It does, but I... For some reason, I can't act. They they blocked it on my work computer. Anyway, my New Year's resolution is to be better about responding to paunch emails. It's July. <laughs> You've already failed. My, <laughs> You're supposed to start doing it immediately. All right, immediately. <laughs> I will... The Chinese New Year's resolution. The the Russian New Year. <laughs> they have the same New Year as us. <laughs> Aren't they on, like, the Mayan calendar or something? <laughs> In Russia? <laughs> 2012. Uh... <laughs> Do you have anything else? Yeah. Oh, alright. <laughs> I've been wasting time. <laughs> Blabbering about not answering emails. And we're back. Yeah. So, um, the next thing I was going to mention, I don't know if you saw this, but, um, apparently there was talk that, uh, Microsoft may uh, allow you to play Xbox 360 games of some sort on Windows 8, which, of course, isn't even out yet. I don't know if you cared about that. Any thoughts? What I want to play is, like, old uh, DOS games on Windows 8. You could play them on Windows 7. How? DOS box. What's that? It's a it's a program. It's called DOS D O S B O X DOS box, and it's just an emulator. It's just a DOS emulator. So the if DOS. I have an old like, is it DOS or DOS? I don't know. I say DOS. Mm. Yeah. So if I have it's an, an old... X X three eighty six emulator. 386? No, x86. Sorry. I oh, x86. Yeah. So so let's say if I have uh like my old Space Quest game. Okay. On floppy disks. I I I could play that again? Well, not with the floppy disks. Why not? You have a computer with a floppy disk? Well, if I did. Yes. Yeah. And there's not going to be any, like, graphics, uh, video card issues or anything like that? No? No, it's DOSBox. 
I know, but, re- but do you remember, like, when I had my 386 growing up, the, like, you know, the two or three computer games that I actually had, it was no, like... wait a minute. Yes, but again, these are... Hold on, let me clarify. These are DOS, original DOS games. These are not uh, Tandy games. You know, way back when, Tandy did not run DOS. No. So. No, 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 no. But I had a 386 with DOS 5.0, Windows. Yeah. yeah. And even still, I would install the game, and it would be like, all right, you got to pick your... Uh, your 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 sound card, and, yep. then, and then the DMA and the interrupt channel. Yeah, all that nonsense. Yeah. So would I? I still have to worry about that stuff. Uh, I'm not sure. I, I don't. I haven't really used it much. So since I got this computer, so I'm not sure. I, I'm sure that the, those um, that those options are there because you know, to, for, to it be, might do it automatically. I don't know. To be quite honest, you know, if, if if I were going to play games on my computer, I would rather it be those old classic games like like Space Quest or yeah. uh, SimCity or like that. You know, like I, yeah, well, I, the old uh, Scum, the Scum games with the point and click, and yeah, Monkey Island, and but I, you know, I just don't really care that much about the new games. Yeah, I don't care about Call of Duty. I don't care about Mass Effect, like, I don't even know what God of War and Mass Effect are. No, they're just... Are they first-person shooters? <laughs> yeah. Then I don't With... care. Yeah, well... I don't care about them either. The only... And this goes back, going back to almost the N64. The only games like that that I cared about were, like, James Bond or, you know, like a, like a film franchise that I was aware of. You know, where they get, like, the original actor to do the voice or something. Yeah. You know, I, just otherwise, I I, I, I mean, they're, they're all the same. You know, people screaming, oh, well, this game, they're all the same. The first-person shooter is a first-person shooter. They're all the same. You know, nope. or, like, for example, I would, I got, uh, like, an Xbox I had, I got, I really liked the, uh, the, the sequel they had made to Wolfenstein. Yeah. Because I knew the material. You know, it wasn't like all new material that I had to learn, you know, basically. You know what I find interesting is that every, not not uh, computers, but with a home video game console, every generation or two, there will be a handful of very popular series, yeah. like a Mega Man series, a Castlevania series, uh, Contra... Max Payne, Devil May Cry. And these series are huge. Millions of copies are sold. Everyone loves these games. And then, like, the new game console will come out. And it's, like, nowhere to be found. I don't know about that. I, I would think of anything that they... They perpetuate these sequels forever. I mean... It, some of them like Super Mario or The Legend of Zelda, but for example, like back in the PlayStation 2 and Xbox and GameCube generation, a game like Max Payne was gigantic. Oh, right, right. 
And now, where there's like this really even way more powerful hardware, like the PlayStation 3, the Xbox yeah. 360, it's like, where's Max Payne? Th- this was a gigantic um, series, and they just totally forgot about it. Yeah, but wasn't, I think, just just as an example... Or Hitman, uh, like the, the, the Hitman series. That was a huge series, Soldier of Fortune. I'm not saying I like them, I just find it kind of interesting that... When the yeah. new hardware comes out, these developers get amnesia all of a sudden. Uh, not necessarily. I, I think what a lot of times what happens is that what people don't understand, especially with these newer, and I, I think we, we saw this from, you know, for example, when I was complaining about the Indiana Jones game that got canceled, and the Ghostbusters game that took forever, and, yeah. and, and Duke Nukem. Well, <laughs> that. That's the extreme situation. The problem is that these games these days on these newer systems require more and more money because they because of the graphics and what what the the gamers are demanding out of these games now that it, it just requires more and more time and more and more money to develop these games. It's not like when you develop, you know, Mega Man 2 on 8-bit graphics. It was very easy to make the levels. No, I, I, I know, but... So, no, so what I'm saying is, you know, the, the, the profit margin with a lot of these games, very slim. And therefore, you know, it, it's, it's a big risk to continue to make these games. Now, the other thing is... But it's not a risk because, again, I... Though. I, but I, 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 I'm using Max Payne as an example because that's yeah. one of the games that was huge from that time that I remember off the top of my head. Yeah. And it's not a risk because that game was gigantic. There was a sequel. It was huge. Now, Where, where's the risk? You, you make a part three on the new game consoles. People, are gonna, only, people will love it. The only other thing I would say about that game is, and this is the same thing you mentioned Hitman, the same exact thing was both of those games spawned feature films, <laughs> yeah. both of which were atrociously bad. That's true. Atrociously bad. That's true. And I don't know if that just like scared them off or what. And then on the flip side of that, I find fascinating that there will be a series that is so mediocre and yet the developer just keeps churning it out like like uh Tomb Raider or Alone in the Dark it's like nobody cares about no. Tomb Raider nobody cares about Alone in the Dark yet those come out like every 2 years well because what what they're releasing again are very they're very cheap these are hastily cheaply slapped together junk that's true that's all it is i i can't believe they sell them but again, what I go back to is, would you look at what's happening in the gaming community? Is all of these, we keep hearing, if you follow gaming, modern gaming, you, you keep hearing about these game houses, these design houses, and these publishers keep going out of business. You know, over the last few years, left and right. So, you know, you know, people think, oh, well, why don't you make another, Ma- why is it, well, somebody is making a Max Payne 3. It's taking a while. Oh. Or, you know, whatever. You know, what happened to these games? 
Well, you know, in one case, for example, the game house uh, was it was it it wasn't Bethesda. It was um, Berserk or I forget what the heck it was called. But the ones that made the Project Gotham games, which have kind of you know gone away. You know, they made four, and it was like I don't know if they're making another one, but bizarre. That's what it was. You know, yeah. they went out of business. The, you know, the game house went out of business earlier this year, and they they had made those games. And so, you know, now who's going to make them? Well, the problem is, is you keep losing these independent, well, not really independent, but you keep losing these these game, these small game design houses who would focus on one or two games, you know, every nine months or something like that. They're gone. And so what you have is all you're left with these conglomerates like EA or uh, Activision who don't have the, the manpower or the willingness to, to spend time, months and months and months and money to make these games properly. They just don't want to. Yeah. So that's all. And, and, and now, you know, what you have with the Wii and with the iPad and the iPhone and, and, and those kinds of devices more and more is this shovelware. You know, these cheap, you know, very quickly slapped together quote unquote games, which sell for very cheap amounts of money <laughs> is what it was being, is what is being flooded on now. You know, to the point where it's like, it's either that or it's, some, you know, massive multiplayer online game or some kind of, you know, first person shooter or racing game in which the only draw, it draw is to, to play it online. Yeah. You know, it, it's unfortunate, but the one company that I was actually disappointed to see shut down and go out of business was Factor 5. Oh, they went out of business? Yeah couple of years, well, yeah, it was probably like two years ago, maybe. Well, Lucas closed, though. I don't know if they got closed with them. Well, their Star Wars, like, obviously on the N64 and computer, the Rogue Squadron games, yeah. very successful, very beautiful games, and they were successful. And then the PlayStation 3 came out, so they decided, hey, we're gonna, we're gonna make a PlayStation 3 game. And, uh, of course, the PlayStation 3 tanked, so they lost all their money. Well, the, the one game they made was Lair. Yeah, that was the one. Terrible. No, and then they were supposed to make a Superman game for all the consoles, and that got canceled. Oh, God. Good. Uh, but they were supposed to be working on titles uh, as of about 2009 for LucasArts and for Nintendo. Um, I don't know yeah. if that would have been another Rogue Squadron or whatever, but maybe, but... They're um, gone. They're gone. Gone. Lucas, LucasArts, as a gaming company, is, is gone. Wow. You know, I mean, they, they're, all they're doing is licensing it to other people. And yeah, they're making the, they're, they're on, they're multiple, you know, multi-online, whatever games, but... I mean, they're just, they're not making the games like they used to. You know, we're, these, there were story driven games based on Star Wars, which many of which, like the X-Wing series and the Dark Forces, uh, Jedi Knight series were more, even though they were cheesy, 
they were more interesting as a Star Wars fan than these these prequels garbage, please. But it is what it is. So that uh on oh, the next thing I was gonna say was I don't know if you saw this, but apparently the all the major internet providers and cable companies have joined together now with the movie studios and the record industry. They're ha they're gonna come up with this new thing. It's called the copyright alert system. Hell yeah. <laughs> Where if you S keep downloading six copyrighted strikes. Yeah, if you keep downloading copyrighted material, they're gonna keep sending you messages. I I I don't know. Whatever. They're just gonna keep emailing you like stop. Nah. Well, and, and they might like throttle back your speed. Well, I don't download illegal stuff, so I don't care. No. Here's the thing. I don't download a lot of... I don't download, like, new movies or anything like that. Anything new that I download off, like, a BitTorrent is a television show. And the reason is I don't have a DVR, and I'm not paying for a DVR. And so I can record stuff on my PC, but it's only the over-the-air network in HD. Yeah. You know, I don't have a tuner card. My tuner card doesn't have an HD import. It only the, the antenna is. So, you know, that's all I can record. So if it's on cable or something like that, I just, like, if I forget to, to, to watch it, then I'll just download it like a BitTorrent. And the reason is because most of these shows do not come on the on-demand until like three, four days later. <laughs> I mean, what the hell? It should be right. It should be the next day. Patience. No, screw that. So that's really, I don't download music anymore. There's no point. You know, or, you know, it's anything like that. And, and I don't download new movies. The only like old stuff that I have downloaded is I've downloaded some old like, uh, like documentary stuff or some, Maybe a, like an episode of a show that I liked about something or other that somebody put up there. Very, very vague stuff that is not available on DVD or anything like that. Or I would buy the DVD. I just don't like this, 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 this copyright thing that apparently, you know, that I, I just, they say they're not going to give their information to the record companies or the movie studios, but you never know. We'll find out. Uh. All right, so it was that, and uh, well, supposedly with that, it was like the ISPs are giving the user six strikes. Yeah, and then what? So the first strike, if well, and by strike it means if they catch you downloading well, the other, elite. No, the ISPs can't catch you. It's the, apparently the movie studios have some. Some bots or something that can track the peer-to-peer -peer networks and see who's sharing movies or something. I don't know. All right. So, so the don't first time, the first time the movie studios or the RIAA catches the user, the user gets an email. Please stop. That's well, strike, no, no. that's strike they, one. They tell. Well, no, they find out who shared it and then they go to the ISPs and find out to find out who's who had those I who was using those IP addresses at the time. I know, I know. I'm 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 simplifying. 
Yeah, all right. So that's strike one. Please stop. Yeah. If you do it again and they find out about it, they send you another email. Please stop. That's strike two. Yeah. If they find... <laughs> If they catch you doing it again, they send you another email. Please stop. That's strike three. Mm. Again, another email. Please stop. Strike four. Again, another email. Please stop. That's strike five. They must think that they're emailing you. They're not getting a response. (laughs) And then finally, if they catch you a sixth time downloading copyrighted material illegally... They send you a sixth email that says, please stop, this is strike six. Yeah. And then if and they then and then if you keep doing it and they catch you a seventh time, they send you another email that says, please stop. Okay. So the whole thing just doesn't make any sense. No. Oh, well. All right. Uh, do you have anything else? Nope. All right, last thing I was going to do, celebrity death. I'm not sure if you... Well, you know the movie, Home Alone. With Marlon Brando? No. Macaulay Culkin. Oh, that Home Alone. Yeah. I didn't know there was another Home Alone. Anyway, um, you remember in the first Home Alone, there was the scary old guy, Old Man Marley, or whatever his name was, mm-hmm. right? And the, like the kids, the older brother was telling stupid Kevin that he killed his family or something, and they were scared of him. And then at the end, he hits Joe Pesci in the face with a shovel. That's ignorant. Yeah. We're the wet bandits, Harry. So, um. Hits him with the shovel, and that guy's name, actor's name, was Roberts Blossom. Yeah. He died. Dead. You're not going to do your uh, whole spiel? Is he on the website? No, you just have to get it from Wikipedia. Oh, jeez. I'll just send you the link. Hold on. So his first his first name is plural. Yes. Roberts. Roberts. See, uh, that would work. So, like you could change your name to Roberts. But I couldn't. Greg's. Greg's Gregory's. That doesn't make any sense. So Roberts S. Blossom was born March twenty fifth, nineteen twenty four. And he died July 8th, 2011. He was an American actor and a poet, supposedly. (laughs) What? And he was 87 years old. Mm. And what did he... uh... See, he lives in California. It doesn't say why he died. Eh, just old. Um, Now, the reason I mention him... He's like, you talk like this. He had that furry beard, a fussy beard, and talk like this. I I don't know if I can... Did he he talk like Richard Harris? No, he did not talk like Richard Harris. The Garthur Park. The The Count Count one with the cake out in the rain. The Count of Monte Cristo. 
So, With, um... Rithard <laughs> Gladiator! The reason I, I'm thinking of that guy, though, was... Do remember how... Feather. Shut up! Shut up! Hail Feather! Who's right. in Gladiator? That's what I'm saying. Had nothing to do with Julius Caesar. Um, yeah, it did. No, it did. Caesar. Hail Caesar. Yeah, yes. Every emperor of Rome after him was called Caesar. Uh, whatever. <laughs> Caesar Romero? <laughs> Batman! <laughs> so, anyway. The reason I said it was, remember how you told the story, I think you told it on the show, about how there was that crazy guy with the fat guy with the beard when we were in, like, the middle school or something. And he would walk around with, like, a clarinet or a saxophone or a case or something. Or <laughs> yeah, he would just or... be wandering the streets. And we kept laughing at him. And one day you got out. We we dropped you off in front of your house. And you got out of the car. And the guy stopped you. And he's like, what's so amusing? Yeah. Well, because but we were pointing, reminded me of that guy. We were pointing and laughing hysterically at him. Uh, Robert's Blossom. What show amusing? Local Psycho. Yes, that's right. He, he was. He was the A, one of many local psychos. You know yes. that guy, Robert's Blossom? Yeah. He was the judge in Doc Hollywood who sentences Michael J. Fox's character to ah. perform community service, but later pardons his case. Mm. Yes. You have to. You're going to have to serve three years community service. Doc! Is it hot? Actually, he was the doc in that movie. Uh, oh, that's right. Doc! Doc! I'm the doc! <laughs> doc! Doc! Actually, Michael J. Fox is supposed to be on Curb Your Enthusiasm this season. You're kidding? No. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, I'm serious. It's awesome. Yeah. Michael J. Fox, Ricky, Ricky Gervais, etc. Alright, so is that it? Yes. Right. Yes, that is it. I'll get you, Gadget, next time. By sheer coincidence, I broke down in the middle of Kent in my car. Uh, it's a long story, but basically the guy, a guy got out of a car the other side of the road, started taking pictures of me. He was um, Paul McMullen, this ex-News of the World features editor. And uh, I was swearing at him, etc. And anyway, I finally got talking to him and he started boasting about how my phone had been hacked and all the, the dirtiest tactics of the, of the News of the World and about um, their relationship with the police and about their relationship with uh, five successive prime ministers. Uh, and I was revolted and astonished and then I went back a few months later to the pub he now runs in Dover and pretended to be dropping in for a pint um, and I bugged him uh, it seemed like symmetry and I got him talking again about all these things and I published them all in the New Statesman and what did he admit? well 
all the things I've just said, that, uh, you know, how extensive and what, and what industrial scale phone hacking went on on uh, the, the news of the world, particularly under Andy Coulson, how it wasn't just the news of the world, it was all the tabloids, and uh, how uh, money regularly passed hands between News International and, um, and officers at the Metropolitan Police, how uh, Margaret Thatcher was the first Prime Minister to realise that it's very hard to get elected in this country without the backing of the Murdoch press. So she was the first one to become an undignified sycophant to that organisation, to that uh, media tycoon, uh, where a pattern that's been followed by every single Prime Minister since, including this one. And, and, and he did, when I asked him, because I'd heard a rumour, I said, and do you think the news of the world hacked the phones of the family and friends of the little girls murdered at Soham? He said, yes, I think that almost certainly happened.